Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome to the show. It's a Wednesday Eve. Mark Aram with you for the next two hours. The Bananas and I are going to keep you informed and entertained. We got invasive Florida uh, lizards, not livers. Invasive Florida lizards. We got some more mask controversies, and we'll get a fast food review. But uh, first things first, as we do every Monday, let's kick things off with some Millennial Match Game. It's Wednesday. Let's play Millennial Match Game. It's Monday? No, it's Wednesday, not Monday. I hope it's not Monday. Stop! Stop the music! Stop the music! Let me do this whole thing again. Let me do this. Let me let me restart this live show. Uh, Do you want to play my intro again? Do you have that queued up? Can we do that? This is this is what they taught me in uh, journalism school. <laughs> they said, "Listen, if you if you stumble out of the gate, call for a restart." Chuck knows oh, that. Restart, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a false start. Radio it was a false start. Really? Yeah. Our boss would always say, "Just roll with it." Well, I've got too many bosses. I don't know. Yeah, I don't going even on. know where that new op- that open is. But I got the uh, the seven o'clock open. No. Okay. Just say, welcome to the Mark Aram Show, Longoria. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show, Longoria. No, I need your deep baritone voice. <laughs> what? Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. There you go. Hey, welcome to the Mark Aram Show live on a Wednesday eve, 609, 77 degrees on Peachtree Street. we got a big show coming up for you tonight, including invasive lizards. See, I got it right on the second time. Plus a fast food review and more mask controversies. But let's start this Wednesday edition of the Mark Aram Show off as we do with some Millennial Match Game. Let's play Millennial Match <laughs> much Game. Much better. Take two. Much better. Much better. This is like we're at Tyler Perry Studios. You can just take two. Uh, Joining us from his palatial Midtown estate, from the uh, Von Hessler Doctrine, it's uh, Jared Yamamoto. How are you, Jared? I am just so glad that you clarified that it's Wednesday and yeah, not sorry. Monday. I, I started sweating. I was <laughs> like, oh, no, it's Monday? What? <laughs> but I know a lot of a lot of the non-essential folk out there don't know what day it is, so it really didn't matter. I guess I could have rolled with the punches. But it is Wednesday. You are live. I tried to FaceTime with your girlfriend. Is she not playing with you? You know what? She is out there working on her fitness. She went for a run, and uh, as I explained, she tried to get me to go run with her, and I explained to her that, you know, men, the great thing about us is as we age, you know, we're like a fine wine. We get better with time. So uh, she's out there working out, and I'm just over here being lazy. A little more cardio. Okay, uh, Jared (laughs) is the producer of the Eric Von Hessler Doctrine, which you can hear on Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on WSB. And Eric, uh, Eric, uh, Jared, how old are you? Just so the folks get an idea of how old this millennial is. A young 31 years 31 old. 31 years young. He doesn't look a day over 27, though, folks. Very young looking. <laughs> All right, let's meet the contestants on the phone. Jennifer, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Hello, I live in Canton. I am 53, and I sell water filters and water filter accessories. Ooh, very nice. That's a, that's a rising business right there. Got to drink clean water. You're going to be playing up against uh, Paul. Paulie Walnut joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Paul, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Mark, I am a resident of beautiful downtown Marble Hill, Georgia, Ooh. and I am a small business owner. Excellent. You want to plug your small business or nah? Nah. All right, we'll see how you do first before you don't want to embarrass your small business. All right, today's Millennial Match Game, as always, brought to you by our buddies at 
Rocco's European Garage. Uh, State Nicknames edition of the Millennial Match Game Show tonight. State Nicknames. So here's an example, Jennifer. This this is just practice. This doesn't count. I'm going to give you the uh, uh, nickname of a state, and you have to guess whether or not Jared will know it. Jared the Millennial. For example, this doesn't count. Uh, If I said the Peach State, the Peach State, would Jared know what state had the nickname of the Peach State? What do you think? Uh, I would say yes. Yeah, I would one. think so too. I'd hope so. Jared, what who what state's the Peach State? Georgia, sweet Georgia. Georgia. Good job, exactly right. So you would have gotten that point, Jennifer. Very easy. Uh-huh. Although when in doubt, the millennial does not know. Here we go. This counts. Uh this state's nickname is the Yellow Hammer State. The Yellow Hammer State will millennial Jared. Jennifer, know what state is the Yellowhammer state? I'm going to say no on that one. That's a tough one. Jared, what's the Yellowhammer state? I, you know, I, I I have to cheat a little bit on this one because I drove through the state a couple days ago. It's Alabama. Correct. I would not have gotten that at all. Why is it called the Yellowhammer state? I didn't do that research. Oh, all right. Anyone know? Jared, <laughs> do you know why it's the Yellowhammer state? I have no idea. I just saw it on the state sign. Well, yeah, uh, all right. Good as job. I was driving through. I was like, oh, okay. All right, cool. No shelter in place for Yamamoto. He's crossing state borders at will. He doesn't care. Uh, all right, Paul, you're up. Uh, this is the, the nickname of this state is the Golden State. The Golden State. Will uh, Millennial Jared know what uh, state has the nickname of the Golden State? I would hope he does. All right. Jared Yamamoto, the, allegedly, Chuck has something to say about this, but the most handsome producer in all of producery. What state has the nickname the Golden State? Chuck is very handsome, and I would say I think it's California. 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 Are you upset, Chuck, that well, Eric calls Yamamoto the most handsome producer in all of producery? Well, no, he's younger than me. What about Scott? Scotty B, the producer of the show. I don't know, man. Does that, he get upset? That, that, that voice. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to him. You, all right, Jared, you got it. And you got that. All right, Paul, you get the point. Here we go. Uh, Millennial Match Game State Nickname Aversion. Uh, Jennifer, this state's nickname is The Gem State. The Gem State. Will uh, Millennial Jared know what state is nicknamed The Gem State? Uh, I'm going to say no on that one. That's a tough one. Jared, you've surprised me in the past. What state's nickname is The Gem State? All right, so I got to think it, we're going out west, right? So uh, because that's where you would look for gyms is out west. So let's go with Wyoming. Idaho. Oh, dang. Idaho is the the gem state. Uh, Chuck, you had to have known that, right? Isn't Idaho a border state of yeah. uh, Montana? Yep. Yeah, I would not have gotten that. All right, Paul. Here we go. Uh, this is gonna be a tough one. Because Jared's a very wise, beyond his years, millennial. This nickname uh, for this state is the Sunflower State. The Sunflower State. Will millennial Jared, who, uh, for full disclosure, has Sunflower boxer shorts. I do know he has Sunflower boxer shorts. I've seen him on Instagram. (laughs) But what do you think, Paul? Will he know what state is nicknamed the Sunflower State? I don't want to know why you know he has sunflower boxers, but I don't think he knows what the sunflower You state say is. no go on the sunflower state. What's the sunflower state, Jared? Oh, man. I, I gotta go somewhere in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go with uh, I'm thinking Nebraska or Kansas. Kansas, final. That is correct, Jared Yamamoto. Yes! Good job. If he went with Nebraska, Paul, you would have gotten the point, but he went with Kansas, and so you do not get the point. All right, this one's easy, I think. I think Jared should know this one. Uh, do you think 
Jennifer, that Millennial Jared will know what state has the nickname the Bluegrass State. The Bluegrass State. I would think he should know that one. I would. I think so. I think anyone should know that. Let's see if the Millennial does. Jared, what state's nickname is the Bluegrass State? It's either Mississippi or Tennessee, so I'm going to go with Tennessee. Wow, I would have bet money oh, no. that Yamamoto got that. Oh, no. You know, I should have oh, said, Jared does not own bluegrass boxer shorts, so that's why he didn't get that one. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised. The bluegrass state, Kentucky bluegrass. I know you smoke some sort of a marijuana that has the name Kentucky bluegrass, Jared. It, that, that didn't occur to you? No? Uh, right. I, I don't know where, you know what, I, I just had a little brain fart. Understood, there. because you smoked, you smoked too much of that Kentucky bluegrass. All right, here we go, Paul. This is a big one for you. Uh, this state's nickname is the Pelican State. The Pelican State. Will Jared the Millennial know what nickname, what state has the nickname the Pelican State? I don't think so. That's a toughie. Pelican State, Jared. Let's go somewhere. I'm going to go to the Northeast and say, like, Rhode Island? Rhode Island, famous for his Pelicans. Louisiana, Saturday night. But so is Louisiana. Actually, I don't think there's any Pelicans in Rhode Island. Not a one. Not a one. I don't even think they're allowed. Do you watch sports, Jared? Oh, of course I watch it, but I... Zion Zion Williamson plays for the Pelicans Pelicans of New Orleans. All right. Uh, Deb Green, I'm completely lost. Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. By the way, Rocco's is hiring, by the way. If you're a mechanic or know someone, hit up my buddy Rocco. What's the score, Deb Green? All right, it is Jennifer 1, Paul 2, and Jennifer will be up. All right, Jennifer, this state nickname on Millennial Match Game is The Treasure State. The Treasure State. Sounds fancy. Will Millennial Jared know what state has the nickname of The Treasure State? Well, he hasn't known the one that I thought he would, and he did know the one he thought, so I'm going to say yes. Yes, You say yes. Jared, no pressure, but what is the treasure state? Oh, gosh. Uh, (laughs) Not Rhode Island. Uh, Oh, man. And it's not Uh, Kentucky. Let's Let's do it. So the ones you got right, it's not Alabama, it's not California, it's not Idaho, it's not Kansas, Kentucky, or Louisiana, or Rhode Island. So the treasure state is... It's got to be something more coastal, so let's go with the South Carolina. South Carolina, the famous treasure state. No, that is uh, Chuck's no. home state of Montana. Oh, no. Loaded. Only because uh, that state produced Chuck, and he's such a national well, treasure. We did have this song instead of his other song for Montana. I love this song. I've never heard this song. What oh, is this? I love this song. Marie Osmond? Yeah. Meet part me in part of this game is just songs I wanted to play that I don't get to play. <laughs> nice. Meet me in Montana, Chuck. All right, uh, Paul is up. All right, Paul, again, I, I'm not. I'm going to stop giving uh, hints because I don't know what Yamamoto's doing today. Uh, this state's nickname is the Empire State. The Empire State. Will Jared the Millennial know what's the Empire State? Mm, I'm thinking that he should. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Jared, what state has the nickname of the Empire State? Thanks for having faith in me. It's New York. Yeah, I would I would have preferred uh, Jay Z's New York State of Mind. I thought about that afterwards, but Understood. I love this song. All right, uh, you get the point, Paul. All right, here we go, Jennifer. You need this one to stay in the game. This is another one. It could go either way. This state's nickname is the Buckeye State. The Buckeye State. Will Jared the Millennial, thirty-one years young, know what state has the nickname of the Buckeye State? 
Oh, come on, Jared. You've got to get me this one because my husband has family there. So I'm going to say yes. Jared, uh, Jennifer's husband has family in the Buckeye State. A little hint for you. I think all of our bosses are from that region, too. It's, it's Ohio. Ohio. Good job. Plus college football, Buckeye. I mean, that, oh, yeah. yeah, plus our bosses. All right. End of round one of Millennial Match Game, the state nickname edition. What is the score, Deborah Green? All right, Jennifer 2, Paul 3. Oh, it's a it's a nail biter. We'll come back with final round of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. This is the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Final round of Millennial Match Game brought to you uh, by our pals at Rocco's European Garage. State nickname edition of Millennial Match Game. What is the score, Deborah Green, and who is up? All right, Jennifer's got two, and Paul has three, and it is Paul's turn. Paul with a commanding one-point lead. Here you go, Millennial Jared from the Von Hessler Doctrine. State nickname. This state's nickname is the Volunteer State. The Volunteer State. Will Jared Yamamoto, the Millennial, know what state has the nickname of the Volunteer State? I would say no. You say no. If he gets this wrong, I think his girlfriend's going to break up with him. Jared, what is the volunteer state? She would absolutely kill me for that, and I'm so embarrassed about the bluegrass state earlier. This one is definitely Tennessee. That's right. Jared's girlfriend graduated from uh, UT. Yes. <laughs> with a degree in, I'm assuming, farming, agriculture, something. I don't know what they're giving degrees out Putting over there. Putting on shoes, pretty shoes. much. All right. Yeah. Uh, here we go, Jennifer. You need this one to stay in the game. The Old Dominion State. What is the Old Dominion State? Will Jared, the millennial, know that? I'm going to say no on that one. Jared, Old Dominion State. Oh. <laughs> Let's go with uh, New Hampshire. West, no, no, regular Virginia, not West Virginia. West Virginia was the last clue, but we're not going to get to it. Uh, the Mountain State is West Virginia. And the Millennial Match Game, Deb Green, what's the final score? Ended up all tied at 3-3. All right, uh, congratulations, Jennifer and Paul. You do, both did wonderfully. Unfortunately, because of the uh, the Rona, I have no prizes to give away. Paul, do you want to plug your business now or not? No, I just want to say a shout-out to uh, fellow Montanan Chuck. Go Bobcats. There you go. Go Bobcats, Chuck. Jared, plug your podcast, my friend. Power Pod Podcast. You can grab it on any of your favorite podcast providers. We're a variety show that we that recaps your entire week of news. Excellent. Great podcast, I've been told. And uh, Jared, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Jared, Jared, Jared's mad like uh, me, like Kilbasa is now. We'll come back with more masks controversy. This is the Mark Aram Show on WSB Radio. Hi, this is Lewis Gusset Jr. This is the Mark Aram Show. And if you have any common sense, you should listen to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 639, 75 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Happy 70th birthday to this man, Stevie Wonder. I really, Deb, Deborah Green, our ex, uh, official music expert of the show, mm -hmm. I thought he would have been older than 70. That's I mean, he was really, really young when he? he started and one of the youngest to ever win a Grammy. So, yeah, a lot of people think he's older. 70 years. I mm -hmm. love Crank It Up, Longoy. This is my favorite Stevie Wonder song Good for song. some reason. I also like his version of Happy Birthday. <laughs> That's a great song, too. Happy Birthday, Stevie Wonder. Uh, coming up on the show, we've got an invasive lizard from Florida. Nothing good comes out of Florida. Invading Georgia. Chuck Smite has to go down and uh, hunt them down in South Georgia to got limit, to. limit the population. Up our way. Uh, we've got an increase in food prices, and we will have a fast food review. I want to talk about masks for a second. 
Uh, so I don't know if you guys saw this story out of California where uh, I guess targets in California are requiring all customers to wear masks. This guy refused. There was a scuffle. There was a fight. The target security guard had his arm broken in this fight. My buddy on Facebook, I'm not even going to say his name. It's embarrassing. He's from high school. And he he, uh, he refuses to wear a mask anywhere. And there's he's in Connecticut, and there's mask uh, requirements. And now Chuck, Chuck has been anti-mask. But isn't it the the rules? Like, doesn't the store get to set the rules? Yeah. Like, I remember back in the day, not so much now. I think I've only been to one of these restaurants. Remember in movies where the restaurant required gentlemen to wear a jacket? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you don't have a jacket, they'll give you, like, this crappy one? Yeah. Oh, like in Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yeah. When he went to the Friars Club. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or in Forget Paris and Billy Crystal's in Paris, and he goes to a fancy restaurant, and you know how little Billy Crystal is, and they gave him, like, this huge jacket. Yeah, (laughs) almost like an overcoat. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... Establishments are able to set sure. guidelines for what is, and it reminded me. I'm going to play some audio here, Longoria, and get the dump buddy ready because I'm not sure I didn't preview this. Uh, but this oh, is the geez. scene. Great, thanks. This, this is the scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High when Sean Penn comes in. Uh, I'll just play the audio. This is a great, great movie, great scene. All right, this one's on you, dude. Oh, who's got the Buku Dolores today? Who knows he's narrow? What have you got, Mr. Buckman? I got a cigarette. I got Uno Nicolette. <laughs> hey, you guys had shirts on when you came in here. Well, something happened to him, man. <laughs> Come on, Spicoli, just put the shirts back on. You see that sign? No shirt, no shoes. No dice. No shirt, no shoes, no dice. So if uh, if Hamilton at the burger joint could <laughs> could prevent people from coming in, I would think that, that that's a reasonable request. Is if if you own a restaurant or a store or whatever, Costco, Costco, you can require folks to wear masks. I don't understand the anti-maskers out there. We used to have anti-vaxers, vaxers, the anti-vaccine folks. Vaxers. Now we have anti-maskers. I would love to hear from an anti-masker why you refuse to wear a mask when you're required to, or if you would be required to. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And the mask, believe it or not, is is not for uh, to prevent you from getting the coronavirus uh, or any other illness. The mask is to prevent you from spreading it. And you might be like, well, I don't have it. Why would about You might. The asymptomatic cases of the coronavirus is what makes this so contagious and and so horrible. So it's not like you're not protecting yourself by wearing a mask. You're protecting everyone else in whatever establishment you're in. Your thoughts on this, the mask requirements. I'm fine wearing a mask. I feel comfortable. I was one of the first people to wear masks um, back in 1976. <laughs> okay. I, I had this big nose, and I'm like, how can I get rid of this right, big right. nose? And uh, No. Uh, but I go, to, like, I go to Target once a week. I'm always wearing a mask. All the so they don't require them, and as far as I know, I don't know what retail establishments are requiring them in Georgia. I think this particular area of California, like yeah. it came down from the county, saying all public places sure. have to have them. Uh, I just don't understand the reluctance to wear the mask. So I, I'm open to hearing from the other side on this, from the anti-maskers. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. William kicks us off in Athens. William, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Mark. How's it going, bud? Excellent. What's cooking? I'm gonna change all the way up on you right now. Okay. I know we got. I know we got a big thing going on right now with this coronavirus. 
But think about something that nobody's mentioned. Okay. What's it going to be like in the Bible Belt this fall with no college football, dude? Think about that. I see. I, I, mean, I don't. That, th- I know. I don't think that's going to happen. About, <laughs> they talking about the suicide and the murder rate going up now. You can imagine what it's going to be like then—a bunch of rednecks with nothing to watch. I think I mean, at the on, at man. the very least we're going to have the games, but empty stadiums. I think the games will be played, and I know that's not ideal. But at least, William, you and I could sit on the couch on a Saturday and watch college football all day. So that would I be mean, okay with me. If we don't have college football in the, in the fall, what the hell are we fighting for, dude? I mean, <laughs> give me something. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to be depressed. No, come on, believe you know me, I hear you. And listen, I know Longoria is mad the NBA season got canceled, and I'm mad the baseball season is going to be delayed. But you're right. Uh, heads will roll if college football is not around this fall. But I think at the at the the worst possible scenario for us right now, William, is they'll play the games. No it'll be just no fans. And I still think if you go to Athens or Tuscaloosa or wherever the big college towns, people are still going to be tailgating. <laughs> they they might not let them in the stands, but there's still people out there tailgating before the game. Uh, all right, we're coming up uh, talking about the mask situation. I would love to hear from the anti-maskers and your rationale for not wanting to wear a mask. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 652, 74 degrees on Peachtree Street. Ironically, we're talking about the masks. During that last break, I got an email from Uber. I mean, not just to me. They sent it to everybody. But Uber is now requiring both passengers and drivers to wear masks. And you're no longer allowed to sit in the front seat in an Uber. So like the normal Uber X ride where you can have up to four passengers, now only three. And all have to uh, sit in the back seat. I want to hear from the the anti-maskers out there, folks that uh, don't want to wear masks. I want to hear your rationale. I'm, I'm a rational guy. I would like to hear your thoughts on this and hear both sides of the story. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Tony joins us in College Park. Tony, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, thanks for taking call. I learned a lot yesterday about the pineapple thing. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, an, ad- an addendum to that, apparently... You have to put the pineapple, Chuck, you did it wrong. You have to p- turn the pineapple upside down in your cart. To, oh. So there's no That's you know, why mistakes. I just wandered exactly. around for hours. That's so, why it didn't work last night. Exactly, okay, exactly. Yeah. Right. I, um, I, have a Twi- I have a Tumblr account, and there is a segment of society that believes this is nothing more than the Democrats trying to impeach or trying to overthrow Trump. And they're saying that the mask is a sign that you are uh, part of the, the the blind sheep, you know, the bang, sh- the, the brang sheep, and, and uh, you're giving up all of your citizen rights and, and whatnot. I see. I'm okay with uh, some conspiracy theories. I, I dig them sometimes here. In fact, we did a whole show on them uh, a couple weeks ago about conspiracy theories. Here's where that one falls apart. If this was a democratic coup to overthrow the president. Why are there, you know, uh, let's see, 296,000 deaths worldwide? Yeah, why is Italy shut down? Yeah, what, I mean, that was part of the conspiracy, like, England. oh, we're going to shut down the uh, yeah. Western Europe as well. Yeah. I don't buy that. I mean, I'll, I'll entertain a good conspiracy theory. I just don't understand how that one has any teeth when the whole world is dealing with coronavirus. Uh, Sandy's up next on the Mark Arab Show. Hey, Sandy. Hi. Well, I just don't want to be part of the brainwashed masses so I'm fighting for our freedoms. By I just got through eating at Longhorn Steakhouse in Douglasville, mask free. 
It's freedom, baby. Freedom. But where Stand were you? Up. Hold on. Hold on, Sandy. Um, you know, when, when you go to a restaurant that says no shirt and no shoes, no service, do you take your shirt off in, in the name of well, freedom? I'm not a redneck. Uh, but that, that didn't answer my question. Why aren't you taking your shirt off in the name of freedom at Longhorn in Douglasville? Well, that I, I don't want to look like you look like a Muslim walking around with that silly thing over your face. The best way to avoid getting sick is to let yourself and your immune system work the way God intended it. You understand though I don't, that I don't um, walk the wearing the mask, my shirt on the wear, wear, my shirt off. <laughs> wear, wearing the mask prevents other people from catching your uh, germs. You understand that, right? That is not. Tell me. Everyone that works in the medical community knows that that's ridiculous. You you expose yourself Mm -hmm. to this to 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 the flu, and then you build up immunity to it. Interesting. And so, you know, I'm fighting for freedom. I'm walking around without a mask. Yeah. What if what if let's say Longhorn says or hold hold on, Sandy, hold on. What what if you want to go to uh, TJ Maxx and TJ Maxx says. In order to come in this store, you must wear a mask. What do you do then? They won't get my money. So you just won't go I'll in. I'll go somewhere else. All right, that's yeah. fair enough. That's. I just don't want you to go into a place that requires a mask, and and you refuse to wear one because that that could cause trouble. Well, I respect other people, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm you know. Do you know anybody that has this silly thing? I don't. Yeah. Neither does anybody. I, I know. do. I I, I know. We don't. I know a lot of people, but thankfully none of them have passed. Actually, I do know one. My friend's mom died from it. Um, I would just where do you work, Deb? Let's get really? uh, Sandy. Let's give a shout out to where you work. I don't. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Sandy, I work from home. Okay, excellent. Great call. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your input. Thanks. All right. There we go. Wow. It's a lot to digest there. It's a whole bunch to digest. It's a lot to digest. <laughs> Luckily, we have the news break to digest oh, all of the wisdom Oof. Sandy brought forth to the table. Wow. All right. <laughs> freedom, baby. Freedom. Who could argue with freedom? Hey. <laughs> I can. I'm Apparently, as a Jewish man, I now look like a Muslim when I wear my mask. <laughs> that was news to me, that man. That was great. All right. Oh. So, listen, this is this is a dialogue, a back and forth. We learn. <sighs> we learn from each other. We'll learn more when we come back after news, weather, and traffic. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Whole family's here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low-T Chuck screens your calls. I'm freaking out here for a second. Bill Russell's trending on Twitter. Okay, he's still alive. I hate that when you see someone old trending on Twitter. And you're like, oh, did Bill Russell die? No. Yeah. I don't know. He, uh, he's talking about Michael Jordan, apparently. All right. He's still alive. <laughs> Bill Russell, perhaps the greatest NBA team player of all time, is still alive. Uh, I want all of you to stay alive and be alive for as long as possible. And I think part of that 
is wearing masks where necessary. And the anti-maskers are out in force today, bringing up a story out in California where apparently this county of California has required uh, retail shops to uh, make sure that everyone's wearing masks in the store. Whether it's the consumers or the employees, everyone is required to wear a mask. Two guys went into this Target in Van Nuys, California without wearing masks. Security guard stopped and said, hey, you got to wear masks. A scuffle ensued. They got into a fight. The security guy broke his arm. Uh, I understand if you don't want to go to a place that uh, requires masks, that's your right. Fine. But much like the no shirt, no shoes, no service or a fancy restaurant that requires men to wear jackets, the rules are the rules. And if you go into a place that requires a mask and not wear a mask, I don't understand the rationale there. I don't understand what these two guys were trying to prove at the target. I would like to hear from the anti-maskers, much like our previous caller, Sandy. Uh, Your thoughts on this? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Russ joins us in Rome, Georgia. Russ, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm going to approach this from a little different angle. I am... Kind of like for my own personal benefit, I'm an anti-masker. I have claustrophobia and I have asthma. So oh, when I cover right. my face, I can't breathe. That that's understandable so, for sure. So I I don't want to wear one. I'm not going to wear one if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. That being said, when I go to my eye doctor, they require it. I wore my mask. When I get my haircut, they require it. I wore my mask. If you're an anti-masker, don't go. Where they don't, where they require you to wear a mask? Don't be it. I ain't gonna say Understood. a bad word. That's that's a very reasonable you're, uh, you're, response you're there, Russ. You're doing it. You're doing it intentionally. The guys that got in the scuffle, in my opinion, did it intentionally because people do that just to try to push buttons. Understood. Hundred percent right. It's the same people that try to bait cops into doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the same people that want to get on YouTube and be a viral video sensation. Uh, I totally disagree with Sandy. I'm sorry. I understand a lot of people come from that direction. Yeah. But <clears throat> I, I think you said it. You said, oh, you don't want, work. yeah, you don't want, if you don't have to wear one, you're not going to wear one. I appreciate that. I never, I mean, I don't enjoy wearing it. They're uncomfortable. It's tough to breathe. I, I was in Target uh, two days ago. And I, it was right after I'd eaten a Jamaican beef patty, mm. and I burped. And yeah. that, got, that got trapped in the mat. It was not a pleasant yeah. experience. I don't enjoy it, but I'm thinking about the well-being of, of my fellow Atlantans, my fellow Georgians. That's, that's the way I look at it. I don't enjoy wearing a mask. But as far as a left-wing conspiracy for the mask, if you've ever been to Asia, they've been wearing them for 20, 30 years. First, when I went to Japan, I was the, the odd bird not wearing a mask on the train. Like, everyone else had a mask. That's just part of the culture there, and you, you notice the rates there in Japan and, and Korea because they wear masks so often, so frequently, and they're used to it, are, are way lower. Adrian joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Adrian. Hey, how you doing, guys? Excellent. What's Girl, going on? Yeah, about the mask. I'm not anti-mask, but that guy out in California, I, I lived in California for 35 years. I know how that state is. <laughs> but it, It's a special place for sure. Yeah, any establishment that has a rule, their business, you got to go by it if you want to go in there. Every state's got different laws. You can't go into a state that's got one law saying you can't do one thing, but your state says you can. You can't go over there and break that law just because. Correct. You know, the the policy is set. But I'm 69 years old. I'm going to be 70 here 
some good health. I hear a lot about if you're 65 or older, you're uh, susceptible to getting the coronavirus or blah, blah, blah. Well, I think it all boils down to if you have underlying conditions, you have a better chance of getting sick. I don't have heart problems. I've never had high blood pressure. I've never had the flu in my life, ever. And, um, but I hear a lot of places. I, you know, your, your overall health determines a lot on, on the survivability. So that's good that you're in good shape. And, uh, but as, as far as getting it or catching it, that has nothing to do with age. So two of my friends from high school, they're my age, about 45, 46, uh, both in the medical profession, nurses, et cetera, physical therapists, they both got it. They both survived it. It was rough, though, for a couple of weeks. They were they were knocked out. My buddies, this is a horrible story, and I want to play some audio. I have to get his permission first. Um, it's a guy I know from the baseball community, lives in New Jersey. He's probably around 30-ish. Um, his, his mom, his dad, and his younger brother all got COVID. They live in New Jersey. Um, and apparently... This this is something I had heard. There's there's like three phases of of COVID: phase one, phase two, phase three, or A, B, C, whatever it is. And uh, he posted a video last week and said his younger brother's okay. He's in the hospital, but he's okay. He's in phase one. His dad is not doing so well. He's on a ventilator. He's in phase two or B. And his mom is doing the worst. She's in phase C, uh, which is like constant ventilator. But anyway, two days later, his mom passed, and now his dad has moved from phase B to phase C. Now, they were healthy, but they're 70, 75 probably. Um, it, it's a killer. And, uh, you know, if Longoria gets it, Chuck gets it, Deb gets it, I get it, we'll, we'll most likely survive. But it's going to be a rough couple of weeks. But if, if you are elderly or older than, say, 65, um, you're not more susceptible to get it, but you're more susceptible to, to die from it. You can get it at 18. You can get it at 9. You might not die from it, but you can get it. It's not about... Uh, the contagiousness, you know, you can't get it at, at 21. You can. You just will probably survive. Charles joins us in Cartersville. Charles, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Good, sir. Thank you. Uh, so um, I don't know if I would classify myself as a absolute anti-masker, but I have a lot of concerns about it on several different levels. Uh, one, um, the masks that people are wearing are not uh, of the level that are going to defend the medical grade masks. Yeah, correct. Because even the N95s are 2.5 microns and the virus itself is under, you know, one or something like that. hundred percent correct. I think it gives people a false sense of security. When the government gets involved and say, you cannot come into this place, you cannot trade here unless you do such and such, I start thinking, you know, this is really kind of scary because, you know, those that forget history, bound to repeat it. You know, if you were a Jew, uh, you had to wear the Star of the David. Star, or, exactly and, right. you could, and you could not go into places. And if it gets to the point where you cannot trade and get food unless you bow to the mask, uh, to me, that's just very concerning. And, and how easily people are accepting this and how adamant and how angry they get when people aren't wearing masks. Because I've heard of people accosted. I've heard of nurses who were accosted when they were out in public after they left the hospital because they weren't wearing a mask. See, I have no problem if, if you're in public and, and even with the mask, that was a great call, by the way, Charles. Thank you. Even if you're wearing a mask, you should still social distance. The mask is uh, even the N95 mask, uh, which Longoria has hoarded 
for his family. <laughs> I, is, I get that. With the toilet it's not fail not safe. True. You still want to social distance. So I've got some, uh, Channel 2's given us these uh, medical masks. They're not the N95. They're like the paper ones, the disposable ones. They're not They're not foolproof, but they're better than nothing. And they do more than, more than preventing you from getting it. If you have it, it's the, a bigger prevention of spreading it to anyone else. Um, but you should still social distance with the mask on. I get the I get the freedom part. I get the Star of David in in Nazi Germany in 1939. I understand that. But the the intentions of that versus the intentions of a pandemic are two different things. You know, they might have called it the Jewish pandemic in in Berlin in 1939, but it truly wasn't a pandemic. This is a legit pandemic. The murder, the the death count, the murder count. I must say, the death count. The United States is over 83,000, and that's after we sheltered in place for 80 days. This is, a, this is a very serious situation. I understand if you don't want to go to Target because they're making you wear a mask, don't go to Target. Don't go to TJ Maxx. Exercise your freedom that way. But much like uh, the fancy restaurant that Longoria goes to for his anniversary dinner, they want you to wear a jacket, you wear a jacket. Terry joins us in Buckhead. Terry, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? Excellent. What's going on? Oh, just plug it away. What are your thoughts? Are you an anti-masker? Yeah, I'm an anti-masker. I'm an Uber driver. I've done over twelve thousand Uber trips, and I just won't wear a mask. Did you see? Did you hear the email I just got from Uber? I got one too, but that's all I got. I mean, I have no idea what their specific plans are. But so uh, let me let me I, read I don't it to have you. A mask. They had sent me one. <laughs> let me let me read you the email from uh, Uber. I got this at six forty-five p.m. Uh, the headline of the e- uh, email is introducing new safety measures. Starting May 18th, Uber will introduce new safety standards that are designed to help protect riders and drivers. New face cover policy. Face covers are massively mandatory for everyone riding or driving with Uber starting on May 18th. So what are you going to do on May 18th? Are you going to wear a mask or no? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll wear one just yeah. you know, so I can work. I mean, uh, but I'm, I'm like... One of your previous callers, I, I'm not gonna wear one just to wear one, you know. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I, like your girl well, from Douglasville, she was great. She was great. <laughs> Freedom she, fighter. <laughs> she was something for sure. I, I, I don't, I'm not saying you need to wear a mask around the house, but if you're if you're going out in public and it's required, like your job is now requiring you to wear a mask, um, and I, I think you should. And I think in this heightened yeah. awareness, I think if if one of your riders got in and they know you're supposed to be wearing a mask and you're not, they might not they might not get in the car. Uh, that's okay. I mean, you know, I, I, even today, I I tell people, I, I turn around and say, I'm not wearing a mask. If you don't want to ride with me, you're, you you we welcome to even cancel a trip. Yeah. I mean, how has I'm business not, been I'm overall? Not, I'm not forcing anybody in here with me, but I don't want. I'm not wearing a mask unless I have to. If they require me to wear one, I'm gonna wear one just because I got to work. You know. Hey Terry, real quick, how's how's business in Uber been overall? You doing a lot of trips, or is it way down? Well, I've done almost twelve thousand trips over my career with Uber. I couldn't give a trip away 10 days ago. Then when everybody started wanting to eat it, somebody else was cooking. It started picking up. (laughs) (laughs) Good. All right. Well, I'm glad it's picking up for you, Terry. Thank you for listening. A lot of Uber, Lyft drivers listen to the show. I really do appreciate it. You guys are great. Frontline workers, including the Uber, the Uber food delivery folks. Lifesavers, game changers. Uh, We'll come back more from the anti-maskers out there. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk.
Are you looking for a job? Well, Atlanta is hiring, folks. Go to WSBRadio.com and find a list of opportunities in Metro Atlanta. And if you are a local company looking for great employees, submit your info online to be added to the list. 404-872-0750. Talking about uh, this scuffle. It was actually a brawl out in a Target in Van Nuys, California. Uh, Target requiring all customers to wear masks. These two guys weren't wearing masks. They were asked to leave and they uh, got into a fight with the security guard and broke his arm. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, welcome to the show. How are you? Preach, brother. Well, hey, what's going on, Dave? Good to hear you, bud. Good to hear you, too. Hey, listen, I'm not 100% anti-mask, but I got a little theory on why some people may be resistant to it, like you were talking about earlier. You know, it, I was, you know, I'd go out and I'll, I'll wear a mask if I'm in an enclosed space, but, you know, it was only, you know, a week or so ago where, you know, you could go into, you know, some of the grocery stores and, you know, not many of the employees were wearing masks. So, you know, I think that, you know, feeds into some people feeling like that's not necessary. But, you know, for me, if I'm going in an enclosed space, you know, I'm going to wear a mask. If I go out to eat, I only eat places where I have an eating out, outside option. You know, you just got to use a little common sense. Yeah, I've yet to go to a restaurant yet. I'm still ordering, picking up, but I've, uh, I'm not there yet to go and eat. Um, do, you're not, are you, uh, do you have any immunity issues, Dave? I don't. I mean, you know, if you want to count the fact that, you know, I can't spend more 10 minutes in the sun and I'm extra pale. <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but. Well, you they know, actually said vitamin D. Instantaneously fried. I mean, I, I don't have. I don't have any health conditions. You know, if I did, I'd probably be more conscientious of wearing a mask yeah. and, and and more often. Again, but, but again, I just want to reiterate this point. The mask is more to and and to me, this is this is the Christian way to look at it, the Judeo Christian way to look at it. The mask is helping sure. save others' lives, not yours. You know, you are wearing the mask to sacrifice to make sure others are healthy, just in case you have it. That's that's the, yeah, the key part of I'll it. I'll give you I'll give you a great example of that real quick because I know you're up on a break, but uh, I got to see my mom for Mother's Day and my dad in two months, and I was able to give them a hug, but I took extra precautions, and I didn't go out hardly anywhere leading up to Mother's Day because I didn't want to expose myself and be one of those you know, non-symptomatic people that would have given it, and I can't tell you how heartbroken and you know awful I would feel if after Mother's sick. Day they came yeah. down with it. Dave, you're a great dude. Great to hear from you again, buddy. You too, brother. When we come back after news, weather, and traffic, more of your calls, fast food review, and invasive lizards from Florida. Hey, it's Shaquille O'Neal. You're listening to the lyric dropping, traffic mopping, Hall of Fame gloating, drive time promoting. This is the Mark Aram Show. Deb Green hit my music. 7, 36, 24 in front, 8 o'clock. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. on WSB Radio. You can listen at home on the WSB Radio app. That's how I listen at home. Or uh, via Amazon Alexa or Google Home. Just say play 95.5 WSB. We'll get back to the anti-masker uh, calls in just a second. I, I want to touch upon this because really, truly, nothing good comes out of Florida, right? I mean, can we all agree on that? Sure. Not, nothing really good comes true. out of Florida. The latest not good thing to come out of Florida are Argentine black and white tegus lizards. Am I pronouncing that right, Deborah? I think it's tegus. Tegus lizards can grow up to four feet long and weigh 10 pounds. And these things, I, I'm pretty sure they're not native to Florida. Like, people buy exotic pets, like uh, Longoria's cousin Joe Exotic will buy these exotic pets, the pythons and the lizards, <laughs> and then let them go in the Everglades. 
right. they've migrated all the way up the peninsula to Georgia now. Uh, these lizards will eat the eggs of ground-nesting birds, including quail and turkeys. Other reptiles, such as American alligators and gopher tortoises, which are protected species, they also eat chicken eggs, fruit, veggies, plants, pet food, uh, small live animals, from grasshoppers to young gopher tortoises. Uh, and the uh, DNR is now working to eradicate a wild population in Tombs and Tattanall counties. They're worried that the lizards have the potential to spread rapidly to other parts of Georgia. So this is where Chuck comes in. Uh, Low T can uh, grab that uh, that oft-used and never-working firearm <laughs> that you go hunting. You might be, I mean, you might be able to get get one of these or two of these. Probably. Yeah. That that I, anything that wildlife that that isn't supposed to be here kind of freaks me out. We touched upon the the murder hornets. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, my biggest fear wasn't dying. It was fire ants. Like growing up north, fire ants to me seemed like the scariest thing in the world. Did you have fire ants? <laughs> no, up here? Oh, no. Okay. But we, so I was like, I don't think you have them. You remember yeah. those like uh, those science shows and like Leonard Nimoy would would uh, yeah. narrate them. He'd be like, oh, the fire ant. Like Nova or something? Yeah, exactly. Yes. And fi- and I remember being like six years old. And when you're six to 12 years old, 80% of your free time is spent on grass, right? You're outside playing, wiffle ball, kickball, running through the sprinklers, whatever. So like 80% of my life was spent on, on turf, on grass. And as a kid, to know that that grass that I loved so much could be in, in infiltrated by fire ants... Like, my grandmother, my grandparents moved to Florida from New York to retire, and my parents wanted to send me down there, and I almost didn't want to go, because I'm like, there's fire ants in Florida. That's crazy. And mom was like, you don't have to go on the grass. Like, they're not going to sneak into the bedroom and bite you. I was like, you <laughs> promise? they're pretty big, too. I was like, you so, promise yeah. I don't have to go on any grass? And she's like, no, you don't have to go on any you grass. You quite the imagination. I did. I did have quite the imagination. So, I don't like invasive species uh, when it comes to wildlife. So, this, this uh, I just don't like it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I, just, I just don't like just it. not a fan. Like no. those those pythons have been so many people in South Florida you make got a pythons. lot of money trying to kill them. Hunt them. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're they, an invasive they get to be huge. Oh, huge, huge, huge. Yeah, like twenty feet long, Longoria. Yeah. I know. And they're constrictors. I understand. Yeah, we own some. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. When we lived in Austin, my cousin had two of them. And what happened? Um, we had to get rid of them because the maintenance guy, (laughs) no, the maintenance guy walked in and thought they were poisonous snakes and he freaked out and called everybody. So we had to like, let him. he just let them go, I guess. Oh my God. He let them go out the creek. That's the reason. He let them go out the creek. We weren't in Florida. Releasing pythons. (laughs) It's all Andrew. Exactly. Longoria. Well, thankfully because of Longoria, we have the, uh, we've had the COVID virus. So, uh, the coronavirus. So we're all good now. We've got the antibodies, but I still, I still wear a mask when I go into places that require masks. That is the topic du jour. Bill joins us in Buckhead. Bill, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, my friend? Hey, how you guys? Been a while. Excellent. I, you know what? I'm, we got to bring back Movie Monday. I'm so sorry, Bill. You are our main contributor. I, I tell you, I miss I miss that old 10 to 12 thing. I, I really do. And I know the people that are writing the checks are making those decisions. <laughs> but, Indeed. And thankfully, they are. Anyway, uh, you just almost scared the blankety think out of me there. You know, Lizards from Florida, but let me say things quickly about. Ah, we lost Bill. I'm sorry, Bill. Try to give us a call back, buddy. Tom is in Canton, Georgia. Tom, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you, thank you. I'd like to make comment on the uh, mask. I I went out today, my routine weekly chores, and I noticed about four times, four to five times the normal traffic, and every business the 
employees are wearing at least wearing a mask, if not mask and gloves. People, uh, I'd say pretty much 95% of the people over 60 were wearing at least a mask or face covering. Good, good. Uh, I'd say probably 60% of the ones below that, below 60. And well, that's good. Girls- you, be, you bring up a good point, uh, Tom. So if it, for the anti-maskers, if your employer requires you to wear one, will you... Uh, will you resist? Because on the third floor here, I don't know if you guys know this. You never go up to the third floor TV. I know that. Everyone is required to wear a mask yeah. on TV unless you're on the air. You can, you you know, like uh, Jovita and Fred and Linda don't have to wear a mask. But if they're walking down the hall, they have to put something over their face. So employers can require them. Would you resist if if they mandated that? I was 26 years in the military, medical field. It's pretty much. Uh, Part of my uniform, cap, mask, gown, and gloves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I just felt natural. Even though the guy I rode with this morning was like, Doc, what takes going on here? I said, when do you start wearing a mask? I'm like, 1963. <laughs> yeah. So I don't wear it for, for me, but I, I wear it for respect out of you and everybody else. Yeah, exactly. So, Tom, well, thank you for serving, buddy. That That's really awesome that you did that. You're welcome. I try to do my best and tell everybody, make the best of the situation. And regardless of whatever decision you make, you're the only one that's got an answer to it. Exactly right. Tom, bless your heart, my friend. Uh, let's do a fast food review here, uh, Longoria, even though there's no Johnny Kilbasa today. And now, Where is he? on the uh, Mark Aram Show. He called out. Let's just say he called out. He called in sick today. Yeah. Maybe Russ can fill in? I don't know. No, 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 Don't, no, even, no, don't no. even say I'm that. I'm going to fill in. This is a very quick fast food review. <laughs> has nothing to do with food, but our friends at Arby's have put together a meat puzzle. Puzzle's apparently very a big thing during the quarantine, and Arby's has the 13-hour puzzle uh, in honor of their 13-hour smoked brisket, the new 1,000-piece puzzle covered in all sorts of delicious Arby's favorites like curly fries, mozzarella sticks, sandwiches that are piled high with meat and cheese. Uh, you can order them online, I guess, or get them in Arby's. I'm such not a puzzle guy. I no. I would rather watch paint dry than put together a puzzle. My grandmother loves them, man. My brother does. Maya's, Maya ordered one online. She's got Did one she on find her. one finally? Yeah. I, she was, I think she, she ordered it from uh, Japan. No. It's a Japanese <laughs> puzzle. Uh-oh. And she's like, she knows not even to bother to ask me to. And I check in. I'm like, oh, you're doing good on the puzzle. I'm not going to help you. I just. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, there are so many more important things I can do with my time than. Uh, important or just. Yeah, you're right. That was yeah. <laughs> like the wrong. There are just other things. Like, would I rather put together a puzzle, or would I rather talk to Russ in Gainesville? No, Who the hell easy. is that talking, Mark? I think Russ. it's obvious. Come here a minute. I'd rather talk to, talk to Russ in Gainesville. Russ, how are you? Russ just sent me a picture of his uh, girlfriend wearing a mask. I'm glad to see you guys are taking precautions, my friend. Yeah, we're trying to. Hey, I could do a fast food review. No, no. Dev, what are you talking no, about? No, 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 no. We we don't. No, I don't want to tick off Johnny Cabasa anymore. We're gonna, oh, well, we're gonna... I, I'm just saying, you know, I, I eat, I, well, that's all we eat really is fast food. So yeah, we know yeah. kind of what's going on. But Let's, yeah, no, no. I don't want to take his job from him. No. Um, no, we, uh, yeah, we uh, we don't wear masks. And uh, did you see those rules? I sent you a list of these rules that were at this hair salon. Yeah, I did. So what do you mean? Your girlfriend, is, you sent me a picture of your girlfriend wearing a mask. What do you mean you don't wear masks? No, well, listen, we got a couple of masks in the glove compartment. And I said, see if you can put that on. <laughs> And she she finally got it very on. complicated. I've never seen her with one on before. She's very cute with it on. I like that. Uh, all right, so let's hypothetically, let's say you want to go to the Family Dollar store, get the beefaroni and the yuhu, but the Family Dollar requires you to wear a mask. What do you do? 
Well, now see, not that's not happened to us yet. I guess if somebody if we wanted to go in there bad enough, yeah, we put a mask on. Okay, that's but, all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, but I, there's nobody that's done that to us yet. Understood. But if if the push came to shove. And the, the manager at the Family Dollar is like, Russ, I love you, but you got to wear a mask to come in the store. Then you put on the mask, right? Sure. All right. That's yeah. that's all I'm saying. Like the people yeah, okay. at the Target, they knew they, they had to wear a mask and they didn't. And they fought the security guard. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, you know, you could you can go to something else. Target's like a lot of different places. Yeah. I mean, why get in a fight? Yeah. If you, you know, know, Again, you are free to take your business elsewhere. I totally understand that. Yeah. All right, Russ. What what's going on tonight? What are you guys doing? Yeah, we're just sitting here. I uh, got some friends. They're next to me in their car. We're sitting at Wendy's, actually. Nice. Uh, is there? Uh, no, I'm not even asking any fast food ago. questions. I'm sorry, Russ. I would love to. I gotta go. I don't want Johnny uh, bailing on the show. No, next that, thing, no. That yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's on the he's on Doctor Joe's show or uh, Von Hessler. Uh, John, we're gonna give Johnny some space. Get a little things got a little testy yesterday. We're gonna put some separation between at least two calls between Johnny and Russ in the future. That's okay. the, that's the new rule. That's the new rule. Yeah, the new okay. rule is there's got to be a buffer. As entertaining as it is to have <laughs> Russ jump in on the fast food review segment, we're gonna give Johnny some space now. Respect the genius that is Johnny Kobasa. Is he in a walkout? I don't know. I don't want to get to that point. I don't want him to go on strike like Kramer at H&H Bagels. Yeah. I don't want him to do that. It's 13 years later. Maybe we can incorporate Russ into Sanjay's thing. I don't know. Because it's, it's radio gold. It really <laughs> it's is. so good. And the, when Johnny hung up last night and we got oh, the dial tone, that was, that, was perfect. that was absolutely fantastic. But apparently Johnny, not too happy about that situation. I get it. So okay. we're just going gonna to back off a little bit. Give Johnny the, the space and the respect he deserves. We'll come back with your uh, masker, anti-masker views, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter, at Mark Aram. And, oh, I got a new Instagram video up. Does Alex Williams know this food? An elongated version. That's on my Instagram page, at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show, 7.53. Uh, what do we got coming up tomorrow, Deborah Green, on a Thursday? I believe Sanjay is joining yes, us. Yes, we've got little Sanjay with Would You Rather, among other amazing stuff. Jay joins us in uh, beautiful Marietta, Georgia. How are you, Jay? Hey, what up? I haven't been, I haven't been to the Marietta Diner since the, uh, since the pandemic. I need to get up God. there. I couldn't tell you, man. I, you know, pretty much every caller, I just wanted to chime in real quick because I'm, I'm sitting here laughing. And uh, every caller that you asked has pretty much had the same answer except for Freedom Fighter Sandy. Uh, <laughs> you know, at, That's <laughs> at a great nickname. Day, man, at, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, everybody's going to put on a mask when it's warranted. You know, um, you know, you're going into the grocery store, and if they say, hey, listen, you can't come in without a mask, you find a different one. You know yeah. what I mean? And, if you, you know, and, and there's people that, you know, that are – Starting these groups on Facebook or what have you, they're just looking for attention, bro. Yeah. That's all it is. And what, like, what about Air? I didn't bring this up to. Uh, what did you say? What was her nickname, Sandy? What was her? Freedom Fighter Freedom Sandy. Fighter Sandy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like airlines, Air, all airlines now requiring everyone to wear a mask. What are you going to do? You know, you want Air Marshal Johnson to throw you off the flight? You feel the heat from my underbelly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don is in Cartersville. Don, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Hey, man, I appreciate you taking my call. The masks, I hate wearing them. But in my profession, I have to wear them now. 
my helper has bad, bad breath. So I told him, from now on, dude, you have to wear your mask. And he was like, okay, man. Later on through the day, he said, hey, man, does your mask smell? I said, no, I didn't know how to tell you before, but your breath smells like doo-doo. So the next day, he didn't work with me. He hung his mask up, bro, where I hang mine. I put his on by accident uh-huh. and went in the customer's house. Dude, that made, I had to dry heat for about 15 minutes. That's it what I said nasty. a couple of weeks ago. Like Again, I, know, I don't enjoy wearing the mask, but I wear it when I have to. But I realized um, if, if if there's any good thing that could come from the mask wearing is that people like your coworker would recognize that, oh, they've got bad breath. That was the show where Deb said I had bad breath. Yeah. Just remember that? I remember breath. that. Coffee oh, I breath. forgot yeah. about coffee that. Breath. Yeah. Yeah. The coffee breath. Which I, yeah, I get. I drink a lot of coffee. So if there's any, if there's a silver lining, it's that the bad breath folk like me will realize that we have bad breath. Sorry. Once and for all. Once again, Dev, I'm so sorry. Brent <laughs> is in Brookhaven. Brent, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? All right. Hey, Mark, I got a solution for the tegu lizard, lizard problem, and you can throw in the iguanas too. Okay. Watch bands, hat bands, cell phone cases, wallets, checkbook covers, belts, hats. Oh, <laughs> make them out of that? Yeah. Right. They, uh, not too bad. I like that. that. That's outside the box thinking, Brett. That If I had a prize pack to give it to you, I would give it to you, buddy. <laughs> as far as masks go, I don't like them, but, you know, I do wear them occasionally when I have to. Yeah, I, I wear them when, when I, if I go into Publix, CBS, Walgreens, Target. Like I'm, I'm just, you know, trying to be safe. That's all I'm saying. Apologies to Freedom Fighter Sandy when I wear a mask in the target. She was the greatest. I apologize. Uh, let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. <laughs> and <laughs> now, are you guys ready day. for the Mark Um, I'm going to take it. I haven't had one in a while. I need I need to start getting back in the... I must be like in ninth place right Sandy's now. phone call. You can I did. I got, I, I got Freedom Fighting Sandy on the air today. Uh, we will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB. Don't forget, if you're looking for a job, Atlanta is hiring. Go to WSBradio.com. Find a list of opportunities in Metro Atlanta. And if you are a local company looking for great employees, submit your information online to be added to the list. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you eat pretty, baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no other loving, baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.